Welcome to Click Connect. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. Today's episode is brought to us by our good friends at Lodging Econometrics. Bruce Ford and the team over there are doing an outstanding job. If you need information, repositioning a hotel asset, building a new hotel asset, going into a new area, contact Bruce and the team over at Lodging Econometrics at lodgingeconometrics.com or reach out to Bruce. His email is bruce at lodgingeconometrics.com. Today, I've got a friend joining the show, and this is Peter Steigletter. Hi, Greg. Did I get that right? Yeah, Did that's I get that right? Steigletter. That, that's, you know what? That is the, the, as good as it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Peter is the Chief Operating Officer of Fidelity Mortgage Lenders, Inc., and they are one of the sponsors of, matter of fact, founding sponsor of the California Lodging Investment Conference. Peter and his team are still doing loans. And I think that's critical to get that information out to you. And Peter will be joining us on stage on March 4th, 2021 at the Crown Jewel, the Anaheim Resort area, the JW Marriott for Click 5. Peter, it is a pleasure to have you here. Would you give the audience a little bit of your background and tell them about uh, Fidelity Mortgage Lenders, please? Yeah, sure. So just a quick background. So I've been a commercial real estate broker for 20 years. I used to be a principal at Lean Associates and then founded my own commercial real estate company. And, you know, Chuck Hershon or Uncle Chuck, who's the owner of Fidelity Mortgage Lenders, I've yep. known him for 17 years. We've crossed paths numerous times, done business together, and he's very active in charitable organizations, and that's how we met. And he approached me about three and a half years ago and said, Peter, I'm looking for someone to run my company, buy me out, do you know anybody? And I said, no, I don't. I'm not the brightest, Craig. It took me a few days to realize, wait a minute, there's an opportunity here, I should give Chuck a call. And I said, Chuck, I think I may be interested if you're interested in talking to me. Uh, and Fidelity, you know, it's a great company. It's, we've been in business for over 50 years. Yeah, uh, we've Chuck's been funding loans for over 55 years, so I just thought it was a great opportunity uh, to try try to step into his shoes, which are going to be impossible to fill. But I'm yeah. doing my best. Now, you know what? You've got a great organization over there. Um, Uncle Chuck is, you know, we go back you know over 20 years, and we've done deals together. I refer people over. And, you know, he, he was one of the very first ones uh, that, you know, helped support the click conferences. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible job what you do. Typically, what's on a loan? Let's say I'm bringing you a hotel deal. Um, typically, what is the loan to value that you, you're looking at? What's the region that you're looking at? So I know you can do California and a little bit of the Western U.S. And typically, what are the interest rates and how many points? So, you know, we like to stay within the stronger infill markets, of course, like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, we lend in California. We'll lend in Las Vegas. We'll take a look at you know, locations as a one-off in the Western United States. We're actually right now doing an appraisal on a 70-key hotel up in Santa Barbara. Nice. On that property, we will go 45, maybe 50% loan to value. We've always been a conservative lender. You know, we've never been in the loan to own business. We want to make right. sure that the people borrowing the money from us can make the payments. We don't want to over leverage someone. Right. But at the same time, we want to stay conservative. So we continue to cash flow to the company. 
uh, you know, we don't want to foreclose on anybody. So we'll, we'll stick with a conservative 45 to 50% loan to value motels. Uh, we do hotels as well, but not full service hotels. You know, right. If there's a restaurant component, we'll take a consideration to it. But if they have, you know, in-room service, things like that, then we, we shy away from that. We like to keep yeah. it a little bit on the, on the simpler side. We can go up to 15 to 20 million, so we can do, you know, larger deals. Our rates are going to be anywhere from eight and a half to nine and a half percent. You know, we're one of the few wow. private money lenders that will not only go short term, one to five year interest only, but we'll go 20 years fully amortized or nice. 30 doing 15. So we're a balance sheet lender. We don't sell the loans. We service the loans. So we can provide long-term loans and we don't have a prepayment penalty. Uh, there's no personal guarantees. Our rates are fixed, so you can pay us off at any time. Borrow the money today, See, pay us off tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And that's one of the things I love about you guys. It's And, and we did a, a deal a while ago um, with Uncle Chuck that was pretty close to that same scenario. Um, you know, they, they couldn't, they had a couple of dings on their credit. The hotel was underperforming at the time and, you know, the lender, the conventional lender was balking. And I said, well, you know, I think I've got somebody. And this is just a little boutique hotel down in San Diego. And the new ownership group had some really great plans that included a full renovation. They had a really solid performa and, but they had a couple of things. Um, and Uncle Chuck took care of them. They got the, the the escrow closed on time, and I think they kept that loan for six months to a year, and then paid it off with no prepayment penalty. Um, they yeah, because they got through the renovations, and then they started proving their performa. And luckily, they start you know, they started off season, and you know by the mid to end of summer, they were you know they were cash flowing, so they were doing really well. Yeah, it's interesting. The sort of property that we're appraising in Santa Barbara right now, they may change the flag on that property. It doesn't matter yeah. to us. They may go independent. And they also said they may shut down completely or partially to do some renovations. But that's okay with us. Yeah, you know, we, we like that's to great to know. As Chuck says, we like to keep it simple. No brain damage. <laughs> and, and I think because we're, we're, we're not the smartest people around, so we need to keep it simple for ourselves. <laughs> you know, the KISS philosophy works real well for me, too. Uh, and there's not a lot of paperwork with you guys. No, no. You know, our, our loan application is, you know, it's, it's six pages, and you can probably condense it down to three pages. Like, like yeah. I said, we like to keep it simple, no brain damage. If you overcomplicate it, I may get lost. So There you go. There you go. Now, you know, with with COVID-19, are you seeing an uptick right now in your business because the normal capital channels have been closed off? Uh, absolutely. When, when COVID started and when a lot of the lenders stopped funding loans, we got extremely busy the first couple months in. And then it slowed down a little bit for us. And now there's an uptick again. I know a lot of the financial institutions are pulling back, uh, you know, from retail properties, there's a concern, especially restaurants. Uh, we'll still fund those loans. Office buildings, they're concerned about just because people are working from at home. I mean, you have a lot of right. these office space coming on the market. I mean, all you have to do is drive around and see the retail locations closing down. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll still fund those loans. Again, we'll be conservative on it. And we get a lot of calls from people that are equity rich, but cash poor, and they need working capital for the business. 
And so we'll do cash out loans. Uh, we just did a, uh, a hotel near Sunset and Highland on Sunset, $6.7 million loan. We actually went 50% loan to value. And that was two months ago based on the land value. And they were using that money to fix up the hotel. It's right across from the new billion dollar crossroads of the whole project. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so we know the area. Yeah. yeah so we are absolutely. okay with, with cash out to provide capital to these businesses so they can keep functioning while we get through COVID, you know, give them enough money to get through the next 18 to 24 months. Cause then I think we'll see some light at the end of the tunnel for sure, or at least know what direction things are going. Very good. So let's touch on another subject, my friend. Uh, you know, cannabis is growing. It's legal in California, Colorado, and various other states. Um, I've got friends that are looking at developing a cannabis-themed brand for hotels. Um, we've also got you know other people growing and distributing so is is cannabis on the radar screens for you guys we actually just funded yesterday six properties same investor all either growing facilities or dispensary facilities uh, throughout central and uh, southern california so yeah we're very active in that space and talk about money growing on trees you know that is the one industry where money grows on trees if, if you got the right business model <laughs> a lot yeah, of people exactly. into that industry thinking hey if i grow it you know money will come but it's yeah, yeah. it's a business and you have to run it like a business exactly it's not a recreational no. thing. It's, well i, I mean on, on the end user it could be but you know it, it's it's a business and you know and, and that's presenting a whole other set of complications let's say I mean, is it still all cash, no credit cards? How's it going with banking and all all of that with with the cannabis business? How do you how do you underwrite that on? And I know you make things simple, so you know coming to you for one of these loans is not going to be anywhere near the amount of brain damage, if any, that you're going to get from a community bank, a national bank, if they'd even loan on it, or other you know entities that are out there, private equity. Yeah. Now we, we underwrite cannabis just the same way I would run underwrite an office or industrial building, because we, we base our loans on the equity of the real estate. We don't uh, we don't look at the business. So if somebody comes to us and says, "I got a industrial building in Long Beach." And I'll take a look at it. It's a cannabis growing facility. You know, we'll go 50% loan to value of the value of the real estate. Now, okay. some of those industrial properties have sold for a premium if they were located in what they call the uh, the blue zone, even though people call it the green zone, but technically it's a blue zone or the cannabis zone. Right. And there's, you know, some of these properties sold at a premium, 25, 30, 40% more than an industrial building that was not located in that cannabis zone. So we'll go back and just underwrite it as your basic industrial property, no added value because of cannabis, but we will provide the loan, which a bank will not. Okay. Very good. Very good. And you said you just closed on a deal that there were six, six locations. Six properties, these were, six locations. These were um, uh, two growing facilities and four were dispensaries two were up and running and the other four they're actually under construction to get them up and running as dispensary so we just funded those it was over two and a half million dollars 
and we're also funding another one in the next couple of days. It's a $2 million retail facility out in Santa Barbara that's being converted to a dispensary. So again, we can go up to 15 or $20 million on those loans as well. And we provide the long-term financing. So when eventually they legalize that, they can go to a bank and get the loan, and just finance it out. But again, we're one of the few lenders who provide long-term financing for private real estate loans. Loans, yeah. And, and that's been a hallmark with you guys. Well, I mean, it's, and yeah. it doesn't matter what the segment is. So it, It's that and that's how quickly we can fund. You know, if you go to a bank and you got 45 to 60, you know, to 90 days for financing. I mean, I finance the deal in three days. If I can underwrite it internally, escrow is open and we have title i find a loan in three days i got a call on a tuesday morning actually let me take that back it was two days because i got the call on a tuesday morning needed a half million dollars because they were short on funding to close the deal tuesday night they agreed to the deal wednesday morning simone got into my office at five in the morning loan docs were ready by nine o'clock ten o'clock the client came in and signed and we funded the same day so we've wow extremely fast because everything is internal there you go. Yeah, and you're you're servicing your own loans as well, correct? So it's all one stop. It's one. It's route. one stop shop. We're we're in the narrowest <laughs> to height building in Los Angeles. You know, I think our building's twenty five feet wide, but it's three stories tall. Yeah, right. It's on Wilshire. I've West been there. LA. Yeah. <laughs> when I tell people I'm in the Fidelity building, they go, "Oh, is that that lo- that green narrow building on Wilshire?" I go, yeah, that's us. That's us. So, <laughs> There you go. Now, you don't really require a repa- an appraisal. You you go out and do a site visit, and usually you walk the property with the, the borrower, correct? Well, we do. Uh, it depends. It, it's on a deal by deal. Uh, uh, we'll make that determination. You know, okay. We get appraisal sometimes after the fact. Just to give you an example, we funded a loan in Beverly Hills. We spoke to the local brokers who know that market better than the appraisers, and they told us the property was worth $18 million, so we provided a $7 million loan. We did get an appraisal just to have it in our books, you know, in case the DRE comes in and wants to audit us and say, how can you make a $7 million right. loan without an evaluation? And we funded yeah. that loan, and the appraisal came in two weeks later. You know, if okay. you're not that familiar with the area, then and we don't have a local broker that knows the area extremely well. We will hire an appraiser, of course, and right. we will though fund, you know, to expedite things. We will fund on the verbal value of the appraiser, even though the written report may take three or more for four, three or four more days to come to us. I'll fund if the if the appraiser tells me, Peter, it's worth ten million. You'll have the written appraisal in four days. Doesn't matter. We'll go ahead and fund right there. Love it. See, that's being proactive, getting the deal done, helping out the borrower. Uh, and yeah, and that's why you guys have got such a stellar reputa- reputation in the commercial real estate industry. It's, it's, it's just, you know, these are, these are the stories that we all need to hear right now because of the scenario that we're all living through. These are the, the, you know, the champions of our industry that are out there getting deals done and making you know the world go round where so many others are in a lockdown scenario so i i applaud you and i thank you for that peter um we're getting ready to wrap this up but i wanted to touch on something real quick um you're a volunteer for la works additionally peter you're the president of the guardians 
of the Los Angeles Jewish Home of the Aging. Would you talk about those two organizations a well, little bit, and then we'll wrap this yeah, up? Yeah, so, so L.A. Works, my wife, who, who's an attorney, with uh, she was with McDermott, Will, and Embry. Now she's with Levy, Small, and Lala. So, so through her firm post-COVID, uh, but pre-COVID, I apologize, you know, we would go out and beautify, you know, schools in, in, in underprivileged neighborhoods, paintings, and providing those type of services. Nice. Uh, I actually met Chuck through the Guardians, which supports the Jewish home uh, for the aging. Right. Uh, we have uh, 4,000 residents at uh, total that this Jewish home supports, 1,300 at the home, 2,700 that are being supported outside of the home. They have a, uh, you know, a, a roughly a $17 million a year shortfall. So, so these are seniors that just don't have the money to be taken care of properly. And the Guardians, right. it's, it's an organization that is uh, over 80 years old, uh, raises over a million dollars to support the home. So I'm the current co-president with a gentleman named Zane Koss. Uh, his family has been very active with the Guardians as well. And I'm actually the first non-Jewish president of the Guardians in its history. Yeah. Wow. I felt a strong connection to the home because I used to work at the German consulate here in Los Angeles. Right. I was going to bring that up. (laughs) You're reading my mind. Don't go in there. It's scary. One of the things I used to do, and this was 20 years ago, is when Holocaust survivors or people that were getting money from Germany for reparations because of war crimes that was committed to them by, you know, the Nazis, they would come in and I would certify that they were still alive and they continue getting money from Germany. So I've met hundreds of Holocaust survivors uh, stories that you know you sit there with tears on your eyes when they tell you what happened but the nicest people nobody was ever mad at me saying you know you're German and you're bad they were just absolutely the precious people and and so 17 yeah. years ago when I went to an event and I found out that this event raises money for the Jewish home and there's Holocaust survivors at the home back then 17 years right. ago it was a lot more today we still have 62 Holocaust survivors are there I said, you know what? My senior broker said, Peter, you got to give back. You got to get involved in charity. So I said, this is a great organization. I want to join this organization. And that's how I met Chuck. Absolutely. Wow. That, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a wonderful story. And thank you for giving back to the community and, and helping. Uh, we need more people like you, my friend. Um, you know, it's so important, you know, that we give back to our community, uh, as a whole, you, you know, there, there, there are too many other issues and we all need to step it up and and help is what we need to do. Yeah. And and if you don't have the time, uh, if you don't have the money, like I used to say, uh, you know, I had a lot more time, so I would give more time. But the funny thing is the busier I get, the more time I actually end up giving. (laughs) Yep. That's it. Peter, my friend, we are out of time, so I want to end this show like I typically do, and why don't you give everybody a shameless plug? Tell them how they can get a hold of you, and hopefully we can get you two or three or five or six ah, deals. Great. Thank you so much. So the easiest way, I'm going to give out my cell phone number. So just give me a call at 818-422-8879. 818-422-8879. We have a lot of money we're sitting on, and we want to lend it out. So if you need a loan, you need us to move quickly, you have an issue with the bank, you don't want to deal with the bank's crazy underwriting issues, you can't wait 45 to 60 days, or the bank just can't fund your loan, uh, we can help you out. 
Perfect. Peter, thank you very much. You are welcome to rejoin the conversation anytime you want to. You know how to get a hold of me. And if you'd like to be on the show and be a part of the conversation, reach out to me at info at cliconference.com. And don't forget, we will be having the fifth annual California Lodging Investment Conference on March 4th, 2021 at the new JW Marriott in the Anaheim Resort area. Thank you, Peter. And also one last thing, congratulations to my friends over in Hawaii. The state has opened up for hospitality. Uh, I was talking to Hogan Hospitality yesterday and they are getting their hotels uh, on Oahu, Kauai and Maui open today with others opening up uh, next month. So Peter and everybody out there until the next episode, aloha. Thank you, Craig. I'll uh, jump on a plane and go to Hawaii now. Nice. Thank you, Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Sullivan, the host of the Click Podcast. I'd like to welcome you on this journey across California, where we're talking about California hotels, travel, tourism, restaurants, sports and entertainment venues, and so much more. This is a great podcast if you want to know what's going on in California. So please stay tuned and join us for our next episode.